Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast brought to you by the CSPN Media Podcast Network. I am one third of your co-host, um, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Nigamort, a.k.a. You niggas on Arrow Green's internet are being stupid over Cardi B and I don't get it, a.k.a. Uh, Nicki Minaj needs to get beat the fuck up because she be on Twitter explaining her Dr. Seuss-ass bars and it is upsetting me and my homeboy and my homegirl. And um, my one third of my co-host isn't here today. Candace um, isn't here. She is um, out living her best life um, at a wedding and barbecues and all that good shit. Um, And I ain't mad. I'm not mad at all. But me, I'm joined by our other friend and third co-host. What's up, y'all? It's Curtis, a.k.a. Trillificent on all social media, a.k.a. Coonloaf. You know who the fuck I am. You remember me. Um, I don't. I'm not that Turkish person that got that at name suspended. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> AKA Mister Treat Trash. People like the trash that they are. That you know what? Mm-mm. That is a word. You know, I just and I'm gonna leave it at that. And mm, mm. good, good. You, you, take that, you take that, beloved, and you apply it to your life or the lives around you as you see fit. And if it if it don't apply, let it fly. And if it do, then maybe your wig will fly. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. If you trash, you better say bye bye. <laughs> Good to hear. Look, everybody. Exactly. So before you pay the bills and we get into it, I just want to make this clear for this show. Now that I am, I guess, officially one of the hosts. Uh, just a reminder. I think this should be obvious, but you know, sometimes you have to state the obvious. So we talk a lot of shit on this podcast. When I tell you we talk cash shit on this podcast, I'm surprised that the name of the damn show ain't cash shit because that's what we talk. Honestly. A lot of cash shit, but I feel that the majority of y'all and really I would feel like everyone that listens regularly knows that this shit is just jokes, y'all. It's just jokes, y'all. Like we're not we don't seriously hate these people. We don't know these motherfuckers. But we don't get these jokes off because they on TV doing the things that they do. Right. And we do what we do. 
right? I mean, listen, again, we don't know these motherfuckers personally. They don't even know we exist. But since they on TV looking the fuck stupid on a daily basis, guess what the fuck we gonna do? Get these jokes off about them looking the fuck stupid on a daily basis, and that's just what the fuck it is. Exactly. And I think that when we are serious about something, like when we talked about uh, Bill Cosby or whatever other things that we talk about, y'all, you, you can tell when we're serious. So I just wanted to put that out there. I feel like what, 40-something episodes in. I don't know if it's been said in a while or if it ever has been said, but just a reminder, it's just yeah. jokes. It's just jokes. And no asses were whooped in the making of this podcast, even though they probably should be. They probably should be, but it ain't for. it is not for us to whoop the asses, really. Shit, we be on here advocating for other people to whoop the asses when they get done. That's why I said treat trash like, like trash. And speaking of asses getting whooped, we'll get into that after I pay these bills. <clears throat> but speaking of paying the bills, um, you are listening to a CSP CSPN Media Podcast presentation. You can go to our website, CSPN.us, like I said, and click that Ratchet Ramblings tab. This will be episode 41, as y'all are hearing it. Um, and uh, like Candace said, um, either last week or a couple of weeks ago, um, our one-year anniversary is coming up soon. So um, thank you to everybody that... Uh, that supported um, me and Candace doing this uh, basically, basically spinoff show from Crown and, from the Ratchet uh, recap episodes on Crown and Collars. Um, and shout out to our brand ambassador Ruthie for uh, for um, for putting the uh, putting putting the bug in our ear. Uh, make sure y'all follow her at a Quality Miss on Twitter. Shout out to Ruthie. Um, and it was her idea. Me and Candace spun on, and we have been doing this shit for the one episodes. And like I said, the one year anniversary. We're, We'll be soon, and we got our other friend Curtis to again basically be our third co-host. And you know the fuck what? I'm here for it because we love Curtis. And honestly, you know Curtis and Candace are the real MVPs of this podcast. I'm just here. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. you coming for the crown? These last, <laughs> years. I don't know what kind of niggy 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 poly juice potion your ass over there? <laughs> niggy juice potion. <laughs> Nick, I don't want these last few weeks. The, the the secret cauldron at Niggy Works. It ain't no cauldron. It's a bottle of Crown Royal. Yeah, well, mm. well, you know I am a Negro. You know what? I I thought pay the bills. I got a small thing to say, but um, but yes, thank you for everyone that's been listening. Um, thank you for everyone that's been giving leaving reviews. Um, we haven't gotten any new reviews, but we have been getting ratings on iTunes and yeah, we all the other review, y'all. Like that last, the one star world review is still the last one. So somebody that loves us please go and leave us a five-star rating and then write a nice review so that the last thing won't be that attempt of a read of a review right that you're entitled to your opinion whoever wrote that but so am i and anyway just give us a nice review so that the last one will be something nice and sweet right we don't want that one star wool tape taste still lingering which honestly that one star i'm saying it's still lingering right don't no, don't don't let it be musty. Don't let it be musty and ugly on, on our reviews, y'all. We know y'all listen and love us. It's fine. That one person don't matter, but just you know, just tighten it up a little bit. That's all we ask. Um, and also, <clears throat> you can leave comments on the website and stuff. And if you like what the hell we got, these jokes that's gonna fly about these reality TV shows, more on over to that Keep Our Podcast free tab on the right side of our website and shop with all of our many sponsors. It's of no extra cost to you. It just gives our boss man and CEO Classic a portion of the brick to keep the lights on, to keep everything free, including this show and all of our shows on the CSPN. So you won't have to pay to listen to my country ass sound like... Go ahead and give them a joke, Curtis. I can't think of that. So they don't have to pay to listen to you sound like a pot of leftover greens? You know what? I'm with it. Fair. 
We'll go with that. We'll go with that for this. With week. the ham hocks and with the Keely pieces in it. <laughs> Get to the meat in these greens. Mm. <laughs> yes. And also, <clears throat> our friend and third co-host Curtis has a wonderful podcast called Gay Side Stories, where the gay shit goes. Um, and in some cases goes to die. <laughs> 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 and uh, you can leave him a re- um, review and a rating however you listen to your podcast through your podcast listening device. Um, GayStyleStories.com is the hub. And Curtis is doing a whole bunch of shit over there. I mean, I'm so proud of him. I, his podcast has been wonderful. And of course, duh, we friends, so I've been supporting him. But honestly, it is a dope thing that you are doing over there. And I'm so proud of you, Curtis. And we're going to keep this shit rolling. You are out here, and I couldn't be more proud. Well, to piggyback, to Keely back on what you just said. <laughs> You know, shout out to you and Bianca doing Chronic Callers over there. Like my sis Bianca, who I I need to I need to bring Bianca onto Gay Side Stories. But you know, I know y'all listen to Ratchet Ramblings. Hopefully, y'all listening to my show. But don't forget that the the original Chronic Callers is still out there. They still they still shucking and driving. They still doing their thing, giving that commentary that needs to be heard. And I'm proud of y'all for. Shit, y'all what like 160 episodes in or something or close to it? 166 and um yeah. 166 four years, like that's that's impressive. So shout out to y'all. Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. All right, the love fest is over. Let's get to the shit. Yeah, let's get to this. But before before we do, because we only got um love and hip hop and black ink crew, but there was a lot, um, especially with love and hip hop, and that will they definitely is. That, that would elicit a lot of opinions. Um, so we're going to get that out. But before I do, before I do, I have something. So, I'm, you know, sometimes some conversations, and I'm losing that, using that loosely, on Twitter are conversations that should be had, probably need to be had with people that act like they got some sense and can have nuance and... Um, you know, discuss things like proper adults, which is honestly praying for a lot, especially on social media. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes the how the conversation starts should be an indicator that maybe this is not the hill to die on. And yesterday, and I think maybe earlier today, um, an interview surfaced. I don't know if it's new or old. I really don't give a fuck. But a video surfaced of Azalea Stanks um having opinions about Cardi and her voice and her speech and all this that and the third or whatever and of course it got on Twitter and motherfuckers have been arguing about this shit let me just say this a lot of people's <sighs> republicanism shows a lot of time um especially when it, in regards to Cardi and her speech um if you want to have a conversation that maybe Cardi uh, benefits from a certain level of privilege that maybe someone uh, not with her skin tone would, that's fair. Um, if you want to, you know, talk about colorism within the industry and this, that, and third, that's also fair. Um, I'm not saying you can't critique Cardi herself because there are some things you could critique. Um, not every critique is an attack, um, but you know, again, tone and again acting like you got some sense when you do like, hear what these critiques matters. Um, but with that said, if the conversation starts with some shit that uh, Azalea Stanks said, that probably is an indicator that it's not a conversation worth happening if she's the epicenter of the conversation. And 
I'll just leave it at that. Because some of you have been on Beyonce's internet last night and this morning looking mad funny in the light. And good to hell look, everybody. So that's it. Because let me tell you something. Um, and this is kind of how and Carter released a statement on her Instagram or something which read the fuck out of Azalea Stank. So if you want to kind of context of what I'm saying, um, you can go see what the fuck she said. Because she, she, that was a drag. That was a read. But kind of relating to Cardi, I know, like, it's a running joke on this show and in, in my own personal life and on Twitter and on Crown of Callers about how I sound. Because uh, I'm Southern. I'm a Southern um, black man. Um, I know I have a heavy accent, a heavy voice, da 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 I made jokes about it myself. It's fine. But you got it fucked up to downplay my intellect or think that I am illiterate, quote-unquote, or don't know what the fuck I be talking about because of the way I sound. And I kind of feel, Cardi, that's how Cardi feels when motherfuckers say that she's illiterate or she is, you know, a dummy or XYZ because of how she sounds. So, okay. that's all. So, that, that provided the context that I needed because I saw something, but I didn't know what happened and I didn't feel like investigating. So, I'm just going to say this because people say the same thing about Beyonce, like mm-hmm. she can't read because I don't know why people say that. And I'm like, she, she know how to read these checks. So, but I will say, I don't want to get into all that. Cause I feel like you said everything that needs to be said. What I will say is it seems like this Azalea Banks young lady is doing what a lot of people do. And that is try to ride someone's coattails who's more popular than her by saying something about them that's controversial. Mm-hmm. People do that all the time. And, you know, Cardi B's name has had such a meteoric rise that now it's like, if I mention Cardi B, that's going to get me hits. That's going to get me clicks. Shit, we Same just thought we could try to do, the, do that shit with the Migos right. shit. So I really feel like that is probably maybe 80% of it. And I don't know what the rest of it is. Because I just don't get coming out of nowhere trying to say, oh, you don't sound like you went to school. You must be illiterate or whatever. She's I don't like just randomly on a Friday night. You decided well, first to. Of all, she was on the breakfast club saying that. So that, that should be. Know what? I don't want to give that any more energy. Number one, the breakfast club. Number two, it's Azalea Banks. Number three, girl, shut up. <laughs> right. Get beat the fuck up because she got a history of doing this, not just with Carter, but with any black woman that's not her. So it's just like, girl, I mean, just in general, it's like you, you're a shitty person that you're trying to shit on. It's not their fault. That you're not popping the way you feel like you should, and that's all I have to say on that. Y'all, the gays and whoever love her, because she quote unquote so talented, y'all can continue to love her. But obviously, y'all's love is not stopping her from being stupid on the internet. So I just want to say good luck, everybody, and leave it at that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I literally just logged on Twitter and saw a tweet, and I retweeted it. When people talk about Zay Banks being ugly and this, that, and the third, it's not because or or not giving a fuck about her. It's not because she actually. It's not because she's ugly or that she doesn't have talent. It's just that nobody wants to fuck with her because she's a shitty motherfucker. Yeah, that's just what the fuck it is. So you know, good to hell look, everybody. So I just had to get that off my chest because I I, I I resonated with that a little bit from Cardi because it's like. Again, y'all know I sound like a bowl of grits, but motherfuckers will try to play you, you know, because of how you sound, thinking that you're less than or less intelligent than that. And to that, and to that I say, boy, girl, fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and we can punctuate that by saying 
your problematic fave, if if she is your problematic fave, that's fine. But them being your problematic fave does not absolve them from the consequences of them saying or being shitty to other people and other people not fucking with them. So good luck, everybody, again. And let's go to the shit that we came here for that I know y'all came here for. That is correct. So, um, like I said, we only got Love and Hip Hop and Black Ink. Um, Black Ink Chicago um, is coming back May 30th, um, I think. Um, when me and Curtis were uh, pre-gaming that last, this last Black Ink was the season finale. Um, I don't know yeah, when. I'm, I'm glad for it. Uh, mm, we, we will have thoughts. Um, I don't know when the hell like Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is kind of like in mid-season form, I think. So, um, and basketball wise is coming back Monday. Loving Atlanta is only like episode seven, so that means we probably got at least a good thirteen more episodes. Yeah, because you know, you know, Mona Drag got loving hip hop like a motherfucker, which yeah. I'm not mad at because it's honestly damn near like the only one that gives us even a close to theater. So yeah, you know, so we have basketball wise because it come back Monday, which y'all probably will hear this shit Monday, and. Yeah, we'll have that in uh, Love and Hip Hop. And we might add Potomac. Um, I told Curtis, like, after we finish recording this, I'm going to watch Potomac because I see a lot of y'all talking about that shit. So I'm going to watch it. And uh, But we're going to have hashtag content. So do you, where do you want to start? We can start with Black Ink Crew. And I have the least amount of notes, so y'all know there how I like to do. <laughs> right. That's, that's really how we do the shit that we have the least amount of notes for is where we start. Yeah, so I want to start off by saying, um, Sky. How did I know you were going to start with Sky? I still want Sky to get the help that she needs and deserves because it's just, she, I don't, I don't even know at this point. Like, she got over having that baby so quick, or am I tripping? No, I, no. And she did all that shit with that gay man. And all you needed to do was spend some time with the son that didn't want to beat your ass. Right. Wasted all that time and all that money bringing that. That tacky ass bed into that shop, which honestly, at this point, I'm like, I hope that's not y'all's real shop. I hope that's like a dummy shop, and right. y'all actually doing the shit that y'all do in that shop. But you did all that, and all you needed to do was call whatever his name is, Dez, Dez. go yeah. spend some time with him. I want to have a new baby. No, you don't, sis. You just wanted to get some love from your son because your other son want to kick your ass, right? Because your other son want want is got you on the permanent beat the fuck up list. Because your other son, like Genesis. We need. We all might as well start calling Genesis Thanos. <laughs> yo, that, yo, Genesis, Genesis, uh, is like, bitch, you got the reality stone because this loving mother you pretending to, to portray yourself as that ain't the bitch that I know. Right, and he like, and I got the beat your ass stone. So <laughs> right, I got the power stone. So what's up? But right. yeah, I was like, but I will say, I will say, the work that Sky has had done on her body is very, very nice. It is. When she got the twerking, I was like, okay. I mean, if you wasn't so bad shit from the neck up, Mm-mm. I wouldn't be mad at you. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. Is, it, it is the thing. It is not your body, Sky. It is the things internally that and mentally that have you on the beat the fuck up list. Because it's yeah. not about it. Because she, again, good work. She, lo- she looks good. It's just... She's not it, ugly. Yeah, she's not ugly. It's just... When she, I don't know what... This new weave that she got, and this new look of her confessionals for the past couple of weeks, I've been liking it. Yeah, it's just, it's just she just she always got her titties out, which we all can appreciate. Uh, yeah, because this, and they, her daughter did great work, but oh. she, I just, 
Cause she, cause I, the whole time that whole shit with her son, I was like, look, no disrespect to you, Des, but I'm over this shit. Cause her be, you wanting to be kind to your 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 mother, that is perfectly fine. You are well within your rights. But I tend to side with the son that want to beat her ass. Cause I feel like the son that want to beat her ass, that is the truth. And cause it, just like with C's, I'm not here for this making Sky into just a oh she just. Uh, she just a, a, a tragic person that want to have a good relationship with her son. No, 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 and the fuck. Stop it. Why? That doesn't come out in the rest of the season when she in the shop acting crazy and doing all kinds of crazy fuck shit. Right. She literally told Genesis, fuck you. But you expect me to believe that right. she just, that she just, oh, it's just, it's so hard. She want girl, fuck y'all. Yeah. And I mean, there may be, I mean, there is kind of a tragic story there, you know, the the daddy turned him against her, but it's like if he he clearly it was something, something more to work with. Yeah, it's something like it, I get it, but then it's like I don't feel that Genesis was manipulated. I feel like Genesis has some valid anger. That's damn whatever his daddy told her. He he don't like Sky because he don't like Sky because she full of shit. I, I mean, feel that. I feel that ain't got shit to do with the daddy. That's fair too. Because he has been watching her be on this show, and it's like you ain't give a fuck about us till you got on this show, right? Like what? What's what he told? See, he's like six, sixteen, eighteen years, and you couldn't even call me. That ain't got shit to do with her daddy. Yeah, I'm with his daddy. daddy. That ain't got shit to do with nothing but Sky. But you know that happens sometimes, and she's trying her best. So it's just mm, good we looking. have to be we have to be honest in life, and that sometimes your best is just not enough for people. Yeah. You can only do your best, but you also have to realize that your best is not always enough. Beyonce told y'all, shit, she was like, hell, they lost Star Search. Like, she she hasn't always been the Beyonce that we know now. Like, sometimes you do your best and you still lose or you still don't get what you want. So, right, it is what it is. I will say this, though. You know what Dez look like? What? Dez look like Bruce Leroy, but with, like, a chunkier face. I can see it. I see it. You know, I was halfway expecting him to get the glow after he hugged his mama or something, but whatever. I won't. I won't hold you. I won't hold you. That's fair. Yeah. So speaking of getting over things very quickly, Donna. (laughs) Yo, this how I think we said it maybe last week or a few weeks weeks ago. This how we know that shit. Her Alex just did happen overnight. They been. She been. She had to been cheating. She been had her eye on him, and he been had his eye on her. Right, their genitals are notched. That was not the first time that they met. Right, but she got over Mo real quick. I mean, I kind of get it. You in Miami? He came up there acting a fool. I kind of get it. But at the same time, Sistrin, I'm like, I'm looking at this and I'm wonder. Number one, I wonder if she gave him the address or if production gave Mo the address. I'm been on production. Yeah, because because she didn't even because even last week she was she was in disbelief that he even showed up. Not only that, he showed up, and then the door, the front door, just happened to be open, so he can just st- stroll in, right? Looking like he just hit, a, just looking like he just sold a brick. And I, after seeing the fight again, maybe y'all saw something I didn't, but I was like, I know last week y'all was like Alex whooped his ass, but I was like, when I watched it again, I was like, he didn't really whoop his ass. He just had him in a hold where he could not fight him further. But Alex didn't really lick. I think, well, seeing it fly the first time, I think, I think what it was is one seeing it the first time and then seeing 
the the reaction for seeing it the first time. But when you look back at it, he didn't really. I put Alex didn't lose. I put it like that. He didn't lose. Like he didn't win, but he didn't lose. Yeah, I'm not like he didn't flat out get his ass beat. But I'm just saying he didn't. He also did not beat Mo's ass. Yeah, and I think probably because all because him him Mo and the security them niggas were all tumble around and shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it was it's like one of those things where he didn't win the fight, but he didn't lose either. Right. So, and, and and even though Mo got that first punch in, he didn't win either. So it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like, so like he got him in a hold, like a defensive hold. So it's yeah. like Mo got his lick, and then Alex was able to protect himself, getting him in that and that kind of choke hold, defensive hold. But yeah, I wouldn't say either one of them like clearly beat the other's ass. Now you want to talk about ass beating? We're gonna get to that in a bit. Mm. We're gonna get to. <laughs> A <laughs> beating of the ass. Okay, <laughs> hashtag that ass got whooped. We'll get there. But since we right now we're talking about Alex, so I have a I have questions because Alex when they went to the beach and he had that mini heart he made oh, I can't talk he had that mini heart attack and then he got out of the hospital the same night and then I'm like how, how he get back I guess he took an Uber back to the house but I'm just like I just have questions because like I got few minor heart issues and they was like no nah, bitch you got to stay for the week and I was like I mean right. it is vital for my life so okay right like <laughs> y'all, y'all win but good luck everybody so, I mean I don't know maybe I'm ignorant and I don't know how heart attacks work even if it's a mini heart attack like but getting out of the hospital in a few hours seemed to be unbelievable to me but y'all let me know if I'm wrong because I was like he just showed up like and the way that they did it, the way that he showed up, and I was just like, oh, okay. So it felt like storyline versus actual health scare. Now, I, I'm not saying that I don't believe he has a heart issue. It's just that that particular framing of it, I was like, I don't know. Is this production or is this real? I think it's a little bit of both. I think I, I think he probably got some like health issues and shit, but I do think production kind of hammed it up and shit because Donald, because like it ain't no way in here like Donald checking every goddamn hospital and they ain't got no records of this nigga. He just happened to, as soon as she say ain't no record, the call to one hospital to say ain't no records of this nigga, he just hop, hop up Uber like, oh, hey, how right. you doing? It felt very rom com. Right. They, it right. Felt, it felt like some American pie shit. Right. It, I wouldn't even say American pie. It felt like a it felt like a, a Gabrielle Union movie from the 90s versus <laughs> uh, an actual health thing. But I don't know. Like I said, I could be wrong. I just it it looked funny in the light. Uh, yeah. It like I, said, I think it's a bit of both. I think he do have some heart issues. I mean, he is a black man. And, you know, we do have, you know, we, we do have health scares, you know, and especially when he got to talking about it, like, you know, you know how, you know, unfortunately, sometimes black men, you know, we, we don't believe in going to the goddamn doctor. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that it, he got health scared, but I don't think it was as bad, per se. I don't think that particular, you know, because from what he was saying, you know, the heart murmur and I can't remember what else like that. Those things and, are serious. But right. And it sounds believable. But like the, the, the execution. Yeah. The execution, like the whole beach thing. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, your niggy sense. Yeah, my nigga sense is like is 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 calling just a little bit of bullshit, not full bullshit, but a little bit, you know, like like I don't know, maybe like three fourths bullshit. Yeah, because I just I just don't see you going from fading on the beach to showing up at the house at night and you don't went up the stairs with no issues and 
Right. I, I I would imagine they would have at least kept you overnight. Yeah. Now I will say he did sound tired and he was moving like an old black man. I will say that. I'm well. I mean, yeah, but how much Pussy. of that is Pussy. actual and factual, and how much of that is acting? You never know with these shows. So, um, but uh, one thing that was funny about that when he fell out, when I tell you Teddy turned into the blinking white man gif, <laughs> you know? like he was like Teddy was in disbelief. He was barely even fucking moving. Like, is this really happening? Right, you know, he must not have got the memo of what was going on, what was going to happen on the beat. Right, he, that, that wasn't acting. That was real Teddy. That was his natural reaction. He was like, "What?" Right. He clearly what? didn't know. Right. So, you know. So, um, and then you know they had that little scene, and I was like, "Okay, sis and bro." Mm. Um, Donna clearly brought every wig in her arsenal to Miami. She yeah, got, listen. Have you seen those memes about having the infinity wigs? Yes, I don't know what y'all talking about? Because Donna already got the infinity wigs, right? Because I, because she dead ass had like six different wigs the whole in a thirty minute goddamn episode. Well, no, an hour episode, but still, like what? I was like, oh, she so she decided she gonna wear every wig she got, right? On this last episode, right? She she coming through with it with the season finale, See, finale, finale wigs. Yep, finale collection. Right. So she look, she thinks she she the collector. Yeah, every every goddamn wig for every occasion. I'm like, goddamn. Like, and I'm talking about like ever since she like five minutes later, a new wig. I'm like, damn. This and then the confessionals a different look, and then she got a different wig from when they did this, and then a different wig when they did that. Which I mean, go off, sis. I just, I'm like, damn. She must have had a one whole suitcase just for wigs. Right, just for wigs. It's like every time every time you see her, she got a new Super Mario power. Like this one is the is the superstar. Then this one is the, the raccoon suit. Then this one is the Metal Mario cap. It's like goddamn bitch. Yeah. Shit. And Alex you can t- I mean you can tell Alex loved that shit. He like I get me a new bitch every whenever I want, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know they role play they role playing cosplay is lit. Right. So, well, I want to say Alice looked good in that that uh, that that outfit he had for the party though. That shit was fine. The nice outfit. They yeah. gave him a little grief, like, "Oh, you picked this out." He's like, "Yeah, I am the vagina slayer." And it's like, "Are you? Mm. Are mm. you? I mean, mm. I guess you still sound stupid, like, right? <laughs> not you. You not going around handing out business cards that say the vagina slayer. So, right. so I, I want him to drop that branding for the next season. Like, same." Drop that shit and and be serious about yourself and about your art. Right. Also, shout, speaking of Teddy, shout out to Teddy when Donna was ranting and raving about how dare Mo this, that, and the third. Shout out to Teddy. Like, uh, well, Donna, uh, this is pretty much your fault. So. Yeah. I mean, he did it in the confessional because, you know, Teddy is non-confrontational. Right. Um, but he was absolutely right. He was like, all of it, literally, literally, every, bar, every part of this is your fault. Yes. From the rooter to the tutor. From your rooter to your tutor. To your dead That's why tutor. you in this now, because you got your tutor tooted up. Right. To, from the rooter to the tutor to your dead tufa. Uh, well, okay. Hey, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a, listen, Alex happy because he got him a free parking space. But, that, hello. Um, <laughs> so I think that's that's it for, for them. Yeah, that's it for them. Um, Young Bay and Walt showed up. Young Bay bought Walt a ticket to go to Miami. When I was like, I thought I was like, that's nice, but then I know how heteros are, and I'm like, I wonder if anybody asked how Young Bay man felt about her buying Teddy a plane ticket to Miami. 
Yeah, you know that would be a topic on like Twitter with like. That's why I said that because right, you know, just from some things that we've been discussing in the group chat, I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. Right, because you know that that'll be a conversation on Twitter. Like, can you can somebody else fix your man played a you know a two hundred dollar date conversation or some shit like that? So you know, right. Um, but then again, like I said, we know how produced these shows are. So Big Fish probably paid for it. Yeah, pretty much. And speaking of, like, they spent a shitload of money on these two episodes for them to do all this shit in Miami. Right. Private boat rides and rented this big-ass mansion, throwing parties. Renting bands and shit. Hello, got renter niggas in there. Right. And everything. I was like, oh, so y'all opened the purses and and let them purse strings fly. Right, I went all out for the damn season finale. Okay, big fish, I see. You. All right, mm, all I know is y'all better have saved some money for Black in Chicago. That's all the fuck I know. Yeah. So, um, we talked about ignorance, the ignorance of Azalea Banks at the beginning of the episode, and to bring it full circle, they sounded so ignorant when they were talking about Haitian culture. Nigga, like trying to make those jokes and shit, and it's like we was cringe. I was cringing. Shit is funny anymore. Like I was cringing. Yeah, listen, I was. My stomach was like, oh, oh." I was like, y'all not doing this. Y'all not doing. Y'all not up here talking about voodoo and all that. Y'all not doing this. I'm like, oh no, baby, what are you doing? I was cringing. Maybe they are that ignorant, but it's just. It just looked. It looked and sounded to gross. To be that, I don't know. Maybe it's the maybe the writers wrote y'all to be that ignorant on purpose. But to be that ignorant of the of that kind of shit in 2018, I was just like, ugh. Like, but even if you don't know, like they, like the stereotypes and shit, that was the shit that they were saying, and I was just like, yeah. I don't I don't like don't like do not like. Uh, right, I, I'm with you. I was that. I was cringing. I was. I was cringing. And then speaking of do not like something that I forgot to mention when we were talking about Dez, um, because it was later in the episode. But when he said that he was proud of Sky because she made something of herself to come see them, and I couldn't help but ask two questions: number one, what exactly has she made of herself? <laughs> and number two, would she have came to see about y'all if she did not have this show behind her? And I'm gonna leave it at that. Hard-hitting questions, because... Listen, I, I'm a journalist, okay? Uh, I graduated from Boston University with my journalism degree. Uh, <laughs> okay, Portia. <laughs> you know, I, I too, had questions when they said that, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to let you have it, but I, I was... I, I, I too... I too had questions. I was like, mm, oh, okay, Dez, all right. Mm. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I'm not going to take that away from you being proud of your mama i just i'm i'm not look, sure you're on the right path to that but you know what go off right i was like you know what good luck this good go good off, the hell go off. because i mean she had the money or the connections to just buy him a last minute ticket to fly out for a night so he may have been looking at it that way or it could have been written for him to say that i'm real proud of you mom you really made something of yourself and then she boohooing and i'm like okay yeah, like whenever, yeah, because uh, I was like, okay, y'all throwing a lot of sauce on it. A lot of sauce on it. Shit, yeah. barbecue sauce. Sweet Baby Ray's, they was throwing on it. Right. I was like, ooh. Tony Saturee. So, I want to talk about C's 
before we get to the the main event. Okay, I got, you know, real quick, real quick, I'm gonna say this. Then I'm gonna shut up. I it is kind. Of, speaking of Sky, it is kind of tired where they they consistently go back to C's and Kitty having a thing. It's like we get it. Like okay. Okay, they used to have a thing, and like, come on. I mean, every time C's get a new woman or something, y'all got a reference, Kitty. Like, come on. Well, I mean, but the thing about that is, they, Kitty was sitting there salty as fuck. So, well, yeah, that's true, too. You know, I mean, because I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, this again, but she and her confessionals, and she's sitting there sitting salty, she kind of feeding into it. So it's like, yeah, is it them throwing that at us, or is it her? And they just, Filming it and highlighting it, right? Or or both, and it could I, honestly, it's probably both. Yeah, it's probably they see a little bit of something there, and they kind of gas her up. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she was already mad at C's for playing that alleged trick on her, so she might have been salty. As she might have really been feeling a little Tony Sasseries about the situation. Yeah, damn show looked it. Damn show did. Which but don't I, make no sense because it's like, girl, Kitty, look at you and then look at C's. Like, what the fuck are you like? I think I think Candace might have said that before. Like, girl, what? Why? 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 Why, why C's? Like, you could you could potentially do better. Allegedly. Yeah, you know, maybe mm-hmm. if you put some effort into it, I'm sure. I mean, because C's is is pretty low brow, so yeah, she could do better. She definitely could. So it's like you know, I don't. I mean, I guess. I don't know if Dick Two Bomb or I don't know what it is because I'm like, do not do not want do not want to know. <laughs> we we don't deserve. But speaking of uh, people wanting to know if the dick is too bomb, I have a I want to know what kind of teacher Crystal is. <laughs> you know, like no, no no no, and I'm not even being shady about that. But I want to know what kind of teacher she is because I'm thinking to myself, if I'm a teacher, like if I'm teaching hell, if I'm teaching small children, I'm worried about being on this show and what it's going to do to my reputation. And if I'm teaching middle school to high school children, they're going to be watching this shit. Right. Then I'm worried about how that's going to affect my reputation. Cause I'm like, if I was a teacher and I agreed to be on that shit, I would not say I'm a teacher. I'd be like, Oh, I'm an educator. Right. I wouldn't be specific. I'm, I work in education. I would not have been that specific. Cause I'm, I can't help but look at that and be like, well, what kind of teacher exactly are you, sis? Because First of all, I ain't no way in hell I would be having a, a legit professional career. And this is not to say that tattoo artist isn't a professional career, a legit career. I'm just saying there's no way in hell I would be an educator and be on TV on a date with Caesar. Yeah. Ain't no way in hell. Yeah, like we're not going to act like, like I know they've been doing their best to kind of to try to scrub up his image, but Past seasons don't lie, right? (laughs) Past footage don't lie, right? Footage is for footage, like screenshots off is forever. Yeah, that footage is forever. It don't hit the nets. We know what kind of man Caesar is. No matter how much y'all try to talk to us that he changes, because he he one way in the confessional, then he a whole different way in person. Like, come on, y'all. But I was like, okay, I get it. They trying to still trying to scrub his image. Like, oh look, he's talking to a teacher and he really likes her. Like, oh okay. Right. With this, with this Bill Cosby shit, trying to make it seem like he uh, Cliff Huxtable, right? Because I, I, I just don't see it. First of all, ain't no way in hell I would I would be on national TV dating a nigga that lips look like some some shit that you clean off your pots. That's just not what the fuck is gonna happen. Because mm, his lips absolutely look like 
when something fall in your oven while it's cooking and it get burned on. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the fuck. Well, you you need an SOS pad to clean it up. <laughs> yes. You know what the fuck I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. That shit. Well, you gotta you gotta get the heavy duty SOS pad that costs an extra two, uh, an extra dollar twenty five. Oh yes, you need you need name brand. Right. You you can't you, you can't get the store brand. That's the kind of you gotta get that name brand shit. That shit that you get gotta try to catch on sale sometime. Absolutely. So that was that i was just curious on that and then it was like oh you know i rented a yacht blah 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 blah. i'm going on a real date i really like this chick she challenges me she don't oh, oh, shit. i was like boy shut your dumb ass up oh, you're a grown you're a grown ass man <laughs> grown as fuck and your history has shown you don't know what to do with no woman that don't take no bullshit so please cut the shit right that's because the whole time watching that shit, I'm like, this nigga, nigga talking about, I got butterflies and I don't know what to do. This is, I like this shit. I'm like, boy, you're a grown ass man. Not even that. Like, that is valid because I don't think those feelings ever, when you truly like somebody and that stuff don't ever go away. However, we know what, again, we know what kind of man you are. Yeah, I think it's just, I think for me, it's just, it sees. And that's why exactly. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. We know what kind of man, we know what kind of nigga you are. We know that you probably got, you probably had another chick that you was talking to while you was in Miami. We know you probably got a whole bunch of other chicks you talking to. You're probably still dabbling in kitties, kitty. So miss us with the bullshit. All right. It's like, you can't take that nigga seriously. So that, I think that's what it is. Cause you're right. Those feelings are valid. It's just, it sees. And it's like, n- not you. Right. And speak, you know, so that whole thing. So they did all of that at that party to lead up that lead up being dramatic. Oh, I got a phone call from my lawyer in the middle of the night. Oh, you know, like when you get a phone call from your lawyer, it can't be good. And shut up. All of that just to say, oh, the lawsuit got dropped. And I was like, it's obvious that the lawsuit got dropped because we ain't heard nothing about it in real time. Right. First of all, you know, his lawyer, his, his lawyer must have been good and working because nigga. I mean, you know, that yeah. a, a big fish. Some, some, something. Happened. Something. She got paid off. She got what she wanted, or she didn't have the evidence that she needed to go forward with it. But so, it was pretty obvious that when I saw the previews of that, him getting the phone, I was like, okay, so the the lawsuit thing, the lawsuit storyline is done. Right. That was obvious to me. Um, and then I was, I'm curious. I want to know who wrote his uh his season finale speech. Okay. And to be quite honest, it could have been a serious finale speech just from the way he he did it and the way or the things that he was saying. I'm like, I mean, they can come back for another season, obviously. But if they ended the series there, you couldn't really be mad because it's not like they have a bunch of storylines open that are unresolved. It's just like they kind of wrapped everything up, you know, honestly. So it could have been a serious finale. I'm not saying I want it to be. Although, like I said, they they teeter tottering, or they pretty much full blown into goofy the goofy territory, you know. Yeah. Um, and then before we get to the main event, they had a deleted scene where Crystal's friends were like grilling Caesar. Did you see that? No, actually, I didn't see that. One. Yeah, they had it was like, it was just a one minute scene. That's how I know it was fake because ain't no real friends only gonna be questioning you for no one minute, especially when they know who you are. Right. Especially when you Caesar, but yeah, her friends were uh, fake trying to ask him, "What are your intentions with our sister?" But you knew it was fake because all them girls were bad actors; they could barely keep a straight face. <laughs> like, y'all, 
y'all, it was good that y'all didn't include this in the episode because it was it was lame and rag. I said it was goofy. It was goofy. And then Sky had to jump in at the end of the episode. Oh, I need to say my thing. I was like, okay. Uh, girl. I need to get my season finale speech too. So like, please be quiet. Y'all can never fuck with Black King. And the thing about it is the things that they were saying, trying to be so wholesome and shit, directly contradicted the beautiful bean footage that they were rolling at the same. Like all of the bean footage was them fighting and shit. Right? <laughs> so they sitting there, we a family. We do this. We do that. We move as one. And I was like, you bitch, y'all ain't the Avengers. What y'all talking about? Right. Y'all been fighting the whole season. Right, niggas. You talking about y'all together and they showing this Civil War ass footage. Like, exactly. what the fuck? Exactly. So, that was, like I said, it's been goofy. Um, but what was not goofy? <laughs> Friends. <laughs> talk about a whooped ass. You, when you talk about somebody deserving and needing to be beat the fuck up, the way that Jada beat Tati's ass... That's what we mean when we say somebody need to get beat the fuck up. Cause Jada whooped Tati's ass. Yeah. And there's no debate to be had. There's uh, none. Like normally when you see these fights on reality TV, sometimes you kind of like early, it's kind of like, eh, you can like, uh, the security guards got there. And eh, you know, when no nobody really won a loss now. This was click. Uh, they, they let Jada beat Tati ass before they got involved. Like they let that whoop if they let that ass whoop and fly. It was like they was watching a bit. Then, like, okay, now, nah, now, nah, let's jump in. But nah. it was, you know, it was almost like it was. All, it almost felt like that shit was off script because nobody was prepared to jump in. I know, you know what? I think it was off script because everybody was shocked. Everybody was shocked. I think that shit came out of nowhere. So no, I think that that came from the heart because nigga, it, Kitty was shocked. Uh, everybody was shocked. Everybody. everybody was shocked to the point of being immobile. Right. Cause they, cause they were like, "What the fuck? It, what the Walt? Hey, goddamn, Walt was like, what the fuck? Cause you know how Walt is. He's like, yeah. what the fuck? When, since when Jada and Tati got issues? I, I, I ain't gonna lie, Walt had me cracking up. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, she, I mean, I feel like everybody probably was cracking up after it was over, but yeah, some wigs are flying. I was like, that's how you know you delivered a, a fade. Like Jada beat her ass so bad, her wig fell off. Right. It didn't right. get snatched off. It fell off. Right, it's a difference. Cause Tati, sweetie, mm-hmm. oof, oof. keep your head on a swivel. That shit was like, and like, and it, it wasn't even. You couldn't even do the typical like, cause you know how some people try to be like, oh, all women through do is snatch wigs and 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 throw arms. No, Jada beat her ass. Yeah. Jada was going upside her head, upside her head. Her up. She beat her ass. <laughs> beat the fuck up, good lord. So, mm. in direct contradiction to that glorious ass whooping, we have to mm-hmm. talk about the why the, the ass why. occurred, and then Jada loses quite a few b- bit of points that she just got, that she just won right from whooping ass because you did all that over Teddy. You did all that, and then not not only did you do it all that over Teddy. You did it all over Teddy and from and you can correct me if I'm wrong for but from what I gather, you did that all in fr- over Teddy when both of you pretty much established no exclusivity. Or am I tripping? Am I tripping? Well, here's the thing about it. They established no exclusivity, but it, it's you still would be fucked with if the nigga is in your face with another person at work. 
Like, that's, that's no right. exclusivity is one thing, but you also don't have to do that shit in my face. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. With that being said, obviously, Jada beat the wrong ass. Yeah. Because there was no reason to go after Tati. Tati, unless Tati knew behind the scenes. Right. But with behind but, the scenes, there was no reason for Jada to fight Tati. Which I honestly, th- I don't think that she knew. Honestly, because yeah, I think they kept it under wraps. From, Nobody from, knew. Right. From, t- from both Jada and Teddy's own mouth, they kept it under wraps. And then even in production, they asked her, like, y'all still messing around? But she was like, yeah, but we keeping it on the low. So it's like, well, if you keeping it on the low, then what the hell are you beating Tati ass for? Exactly. What you mad about? Right. Now, you did, in fact, beat her ass. And, and that was one of the most marvelous ass whoopers we done seen. But, oh, yeah. but That's how you go out on the season. Right? <laughs> right? But, but them should have been hands for Teddy if you were going to throw hands. Yeah, them should have been hands, feet, or at least words for Teddy. I mean, she had words for Teddy after the fact. And so the thing about it, Teddy walked out there, and it's so annoying when you upset, and then somebody, the person you upset with, be acting like they don't, they can't understand why you upset. So I was yeah. like, okay, so Teddy, you kind of trash because, yeah, yeah, you walked out there like, why are you wilding out? I have no idea why you was acting like. Come on, bro, you had some idea. Yeah, like, and then you just walked off. Yeah, like you're not just completely ignorant and oblivious to what was going on. You, you. You are the only person who would have known why there was any type of reason for Jada to have smoke for Tati. Right, because everybody else looking confused in the motherfucker. You know, and I would respect Teddy a lot more if he would have went out there and said, okay, clearly you had an issue with me being up on Tati, but let me remind you that we never agreed to be exclusive, so you don't need to be putting your hands on nobody like that. I can respect you coming out there. I have no idea why she was acting like that. And then when she said, don't stop, stop playing with me. You know, well, we didn't say we was exclusive. Like, bro, you knew why she was upset when you went out there. I didn't like, I don't like that shit. Don't be, don't be fake and ignorant about shit. She was gaslighting her. Yeah. Cause I was like, to be shit. It's like, we already, Teddy, you didn't already got your ass beat this season. So hello. Cause I mean, not that it's okay, but Donald done already put hands and feet on you. So yeah, Sky. I mean, not not Donovan Scott. Yeah, Scott. Um, but yeah, I just bravo because even though she did it to the wrong person for the wrong reasons, Jada whooped that ass. <laughs> she did. We haven't seen a full fledged ass whooping in a while. Right. Not one of that caliber. Not one of that caliber. We've seen a hit get landed. Um, we've seen shoving and all that stuff, but we haven't seen a bona fide ass whooping because I because that shit lasted a smooth ten to fifteen seconds. Yeah. And I was looking like, oh shit, it ain't over yet. She went back, got some more pulled her hair, was going upside her head, like punching her directly in the skull. Directly in the skull. That was what I'm saying. It wasn't no just throwing hand. Like Jada was punching, balled up fist. Balled up fist. Shit. I mean, she was windmilling a little bit, but she was connecting. Yeah. I know Tati ass needed some ibuprofen when that shit was over. <laughs> uh, she was like, that. Hey, she. T- I know y'all tired of me, but goddamn, she she turned into K Michelle. That girl beat my ass. <laughs> Truly, that was shit. We know for a fact because we saw the evidence. Ooh, that was yeah. Truly beat oh, your ass. Bravo, Jada. God, that was, a, that was a passionate and emotional ass whooping. On top of that, right? And then, and you know it was emotional because, like I said, because like you said, after again, fuck you, Teddy. After she was gaslit by Teddy, she was crying and shit. She was all in her feelings. So that was. 
she, but, she get that. Then at the same time, like I said, we can't give her too much because she's still fucking him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was still fucking him when they filmed their confessionals after the season was done. Yeah. So, yeah. and I'm like, damn, does Teddy have good dick? Because y'all doing the most for him, right? Not crazy over him, right? Um, shit, Kitty been mad at him at one point, right? Now Jada and I'm like. My whole thing with that is, Teddy, you a stupid, dumbass, little chunky motherfucker. Because why do you keep shitting where you eat? Like, bro, exactly. there's other women out there, and you're not ugly. You can get other women. You don't have right. to keep going after women that you work with. Right. It always is dramatic because you don't know how to handle yourself. You move like a dumb nigga. <laughs> like, he like, like You know what you move like? You move like a Twitter nigga. You get this. You do. You do it. And not continue to, to fuck women that you work with because you don't know how to do it. You do know I'm going with it. Absolutely. Shit. <laughs> so that was that. Ooh. Teddy, go to hell. <laughs> right. Can yeah. we put Teddy on the beat the fuck up list? Uh, maybe slap the, the light one we got. Slap the fuck up. Yeah, maybe just, you know, you deserve, you need to be slapped. That's yeah. it. You, know, you, you need to be slapped. You're not Maybe not on a full beat the fuck up list, but you do need to be slapped. Yeah. Although I mean to be quick to be fair, he did get slapped this season. So Well yes. <laughs> Maybe that was early penance for some bullshit he was gonna do later because he cause Sky had no reason to slap him when she did. Right. So she maybe did. That, that was the slap that he deserved because so he earned let let's put it this way, he earned the slap that he received earlier. Yeah. In the season. Yeah. Uh I don't have nothing else for Black Ink. I'm I'm excited for Black Ink Chicago because now we get a whole cast of Mostly good-looking people, right? And we don't have to be looking at C's on our TV or our computer screen every week. And it's not—they haven't crossed over to goofy territory yet. So I'm excited yeah. about that. You know what? They—they honestly—they need—they need, they need a, another Black Ink somewhere else, like Black Ink Miami, or they—we know they're not going to do Black Ink Atlanta because them Atlantean people are not <laughs> right. Listen, them motherfuckers are in are in. Um... And in North Druid Hills, they are not with the bullshit. With the bullshit, they like we reclaiming our time, we reclaiming our street, we reclaiming our nights. They look nope. with all that fuck shit. Y'all got to listen, get the hell out of here. Listen, they can't do that shit in Atlanta. Don't goddamn bro, buckhead people like look. We need to go through enough shit on J four hundred to be fooling around with y'all in this goddamn craziness. Fuck y'all. Yep. Yep. So, so. all right, love and hip hop, Atlanta. Whew. There's a lot to unpack. Listen, I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I ain't said this in a while, but with this last episode, we got theater. We, You know, we really did. It might have been, you know, it was off-Broadway, but... <laughs> it not give it too it, much, but we, you know... It, it, it was, was like, it was community theater. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? That's the showtime. <laughs> <laughs> That was what it was. So it started <laughs> off crazy because Mama D had the nerve, the gall, and the audacity to say that she raised a man and not a boy in regards to Scrappy. To Lil Daryl. And I want everyone to sit with that for just a second and understand the weight of those words because words mean things. Yeah, shout out to good sis Crystal. Yes, yeah, shout out to Crystal at the read, but Mama D, Mama D, Seastrin, in regards to Scrappy, <laughs> Scrappy, 
the same nigga that proposed to his baby mama when he had a whole girlfriend backstage waiting to come out. Ooh. That yeah. nigga. She said she raised a man and not a boy. The nigga that have to be forced to pay child support, but she raised a man and not a boy. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I can already see where this episode is going. <laughs> right, you already knew this for me. Got myself in, because I already see y'all on some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. When Baba D said that, I turned into Teddy. How Teddy was, I was blinking like a oh, motherfucker. I absolutely, I absolutely turned into the white man blinking gif. I was like, oh, sistrin. <laughs> see, is this what we really doing? I said, oh, sweetie, no. Now, so Scrappy and Bambi are pregnant. Yay. That's, we don't really need to go into any more detail on that. Right. Um, they married. They pregnant. And, of course, Scrappy is happy. And it was supposed to be a secret, but he went around telling everybody anyway. He told Mama D, who went around telling everybody anyway. He told Stevie J and Jock, who probably going to run around telling anybody anyway. Right. And told, uh, who was that at the table? Um. Uh, Rashida. Rashida and Tammy. Yeah. So, um, congratulations to them. Although I will say, uh, mm, Bambi, I'm a little concerned because your titties were looking a little bit plasticish. They were looking a little Barbie-ish in your confessional. Just a, a, a hint of Mimi-ish. Just a hint. So I'm a little concerned. But we're gonna not full Mimi. Not full Mimi, but just, no, no, just no, 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 not full, not full brick tit, but. I'm just a little concerned. I I noticed it right away, and I was like, her titties look a little. Mm. But you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. So, um, where you want to go next? I'm gonna let you steer. You know, let's let let's let's mosey on over to to. You know, let's get let's get um Jessica out of the way. Let's get Jessica oh, and. Yeah. Um, so Jessica Dom, her mama reminds me of like one of the aunties from a Tyler Perry movie. Yes. Like she could absolutely oh. be Cicely Tyson in the Medina's family reunion. Whenever Cicely be making fun of that lady. <laughs> when he does it, I die laughing ever. Curtis, I see we in sync today because that's exactly what I was Niggas in sync. Niggas ain't in Paris, but they in sync. Right. <laughs> but yo, she definitely looks like yo, she looks like she looks like every black mama. No, she looks like every black auntie and every black um movie from the nineties that gives that church ass uh wisdom oh, to the man. Absolutely. absolutely. So I you know, it was nice that her and her mama sat down and talked it out and worked it out and her, her mama was very, very excited about her being pregnant. However, mm. I will not let it slide that her man did that shit behind her. Like, y'all need to stop doing that to people. Like, if someone says I'm not ready or it needs to be on my terms, don't don't be trying to force people to, to because you don't, you know why? Because we've seen what happens when you try to force people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that in Tommy. Now we just lucky that Jessica Jessica Dom was pregnant and her situation with her mama was not as volatile as right. Tommy's is with her mama, but you don't know what you're gonna get when you try to force people to make up. It was a dice roll. And I think yeah. like I said, thankfully, yeah. you know, it worked out and like and that's the thing. Like I know Sean had good intentions. He had good intentions and I yeah. I won't take that away from him. However, as someone 
who has had who has those issues with their family who has had people try to manipulate them into making up i, I don't like that shit like let people come together on their own terms or at the very least don't he could have been like hey i i uh, bought your mama a ticket she's flying out to see you like but some things don't need to, when people have a bad relationship that doesn't need to be a surprise right okay? A surprise is, oh, surprise, I'm proposing, surprise, be pregnant. Not surprise your mama that you don't fuck with is at your doorstep. Like, that. don't do that. Because right. what if Jessica was in a different stage and in a different set of emotions and she just slammed it on her mama's face? Like, that would have been fucked up. Mm-hmm. All right. And now you got both of them mad and they both going to be mad at you. Right. While you in Idaho or whatever the fuck. And I get it, you know, he want her to have somebody because he know he's not going to be around, but I still feel like he should have... She said it, you know, give me some time, let me come to it on my own terms and ver- versus trying to force me into it. Right. So. I think... I, th- I like what Jessica... Listen, Jessica done, whoop, done been in enough mess and done whooped enough ass on that show to where, you know what, I'm okay with her storyline. She's just going to be as cute and pregnant as she want to be, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's nice, it's sweet. Um, we don't need too, too much from it. But, well, yeah. But it's nice. But, you know, like, I don't think we are because, like, we only get, like, a couple of just a dime scenes, like, every other episode or whatever. Yeah, that's true. We only get yeah. a little bit. And probably we only got as much as we got just because they, I mean, if we're going to be honest, they pretty much exploited her bad relationship with her mama for yeah. the sake of a minor storyline. But yeah. it, is loving it. it is reality TV. So it's, it's Mona Scott, so. I mean, because I'm just thinking about it like if if I got on, if they had real gays that don't play Houston and they cast me, I couldn't be mad if they were like, well, you don't have a relationship with your parents and we're going to try to make that a storyline. I would not agree to it and we would have an issue, but I could see that being reality TV gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what else you got? So... Let us discuss Miss Piggy, aka Keely. So Chicharrones. <laughs> Not the thing that happened at the party, but to sit down with her and yeah, yeah, lead, that would lead into the. the I'm gonna start calling her Porchetta. Por- you know what? I like it. I like um, it. You know, it's been a long time since somebody has been new on a reality TV show and looked and sounded as stupid as Keely does on a consistent basis on a consistent basis. Like she got Erica Mena's return to reality TV beat. Listen, <laughs> and you I don't know how, because Erica Mena looks the fuck stupid on this. You show. would expect someone that has been looking as consistently the fuck stupid as Erica Mena would have a storyline like what Keely got, but now uh-uh. Really no. said, any means necessary. Keely is the rookie of the year because goddamn. Because she been in so much. She only been in what four or five episodes. She been in more mess than some people have been in in multiple seasons. Listen, <laughs> goddamn, like she she is she is Ben Simmons out this bitch. She is the rookie of the year of mess. Goddamn, like Jesus H. So she sounded. So I forget his name. Who? Um, her. What's his name? Oh, Bachi. Yeah, Bachi. So Bachi coming. So Bachi, like, hey, hey, man, look, I'm finna sit here and talk down with you like this. Like, you, why did you withhold this information from me? Yo, when he walked in there and was and said what he said, Keely turned Keely too turned into the white man blinking gift. She right? was 
she was caught off guard. And then she went into defensive mode and started raising her voice. Like she, and I think you caught you clocked that last week. She always do that shit. Yeah, when you wrong or when you don't have an adequate comeback, that's what people do. They will start raising they they start escalating the situation because they can't handle getting the truth being thrown at them, to be quite honest. Because he he had valid points. And it just and you know what? I'm not a baby mama, but it just sounds stupid to me to have Keely saying, well, you never asked me for his exact identity, so I didn't tell you. And it's like, okay, but I know him. We run in the same circles. We have been around each other. Like, why would you not volunteer that? If it was just some Joe Schmo from down the street that don't nobody know and has never heard of, okay, I could get it. But not somebody that your man actually knows. And then this is... That is crazy to me. And this is the other thing, and, like, I don't know, like, what people... You know, be saying about the show on social media because I think Candace be catching it live. Uh, I don't catch it as live as I used to, but the thing, and we'll get to it a little bit later when we talk about the thing that happened at the party. The reason it's relevant is because this nigga don't want to be in a situation where he has unnecessary issues with the father of your child, or just in it in, looks like just in general, right? Like this, he don't want none of that. He don't want none of that smoke. So, yeah, it does matter. Like, yeah, it would be like, okay, this is the ch- father of your child's mother. I mean, the father of uh, your child, whatever. You know, okay, well, let me not try to get into no shit with this dude that really don't need to be happening. Because as long as, like, your, like Candace said last week, your business with the father of your child is your business. Just keep me out of it. And that's literally his whole demeanor. Just, like, keep me. I don't have no shit and keep me out of the shit. Okay? That's all I ask. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And then Kilo got down um, if, if if Peppa Pig was a thought in a wig ass, get defensive and start yelling her talking don't about check me, boo, check yourself. You don't check me about my baby. That girl, you sound dumb as fuck. Sounding the fuck stupid talking about and again, that thing where she when she gets defensive, she starts gassing herself more than she should, because it's like sistrin. See stop. See stop, you are wrong. <laughs> God damn it, Kurt. <laughs> Not only are you wrong, but at the very least, you can say Bachi is a club promoter. We know we know what he does. We still don't know what the fuck you do. She don't do anything. Didn't Candace say it last week? Oh, this saying miss. Google don't know you, sis. We can Google Bachi. We can't Google you. Google does not know who you are. Google like this bitch Google knows who um just Britney is. Yes. We don't know who no Keely is. Yes. Yes. So kibbles and bits, you can kick rocks. Shit, Google know who Tokyo who Tokyo. Is we don't know you can Google 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 the same site that we refer people to all the time so that they will not be out here looking stupid. The information is there, however, the information is unavailable for you. How, how, Sway, how, but you a boss though, how you a boss and you and Google, you don't, you're not Googleable, right? How, Sway, how, so yeah, uh, that whole scene, I was just like, and shout out to you know, Bachi's like, listen, before I lose my temper, I'm gonna leave. God bless you. That's the other thing I like about Bachi. That nigga be like, <laughs> that nigga leave off with a goddamn like God bless you or like the blood of Jesus just I, I, he, he shaded first because he was like it looks like you have some important scribbling to do. <laughs> and I was like now so is that shade to the fact that she don't actually do shit? She don't have I, that's, why, that's how I took it. That's and how I took it. it because 
I was like, if that's the case, this is immaculate shade. Bachi, my kind of nigga. That's my kind of carrying on. Yeah, that's how I took it. Cause when I said that, I was like, because I too, when he said that, my ears perked up. I'm like, oh, You have some important scrib- scribbling to do. I was like, oh, spicy. Right, spicy. That was shit. That was habanero there. I was like, okay. I was like, spicy in the Mona multiverse. Indeed. I was like, ooh. I was like, you're right. That's my type of carrying on. And I like Bachi too because he is like very no nonsense. He told her flat out, you're not invited to my event. Right. Light of everything going on and the fact that you can't stay your porky ass out of drama, you're not invited. Correct. Because so. any other situation, you know, that would have been some shit where they waited until the actual day of the party to be like, don't come. Or, you know, he told her flat out, I ain't even started putting the shit together yet and you ain't invited. Right. I ain't even got, I ain't even got the, I don't even know who going to be uh, detailing security this shit, but you're not coming. Right. I, I have no details, but one. But, but right. But one. Ain't coming. <laughs> so. Shout out to Bachi. That's the kind of that's my kind of carrying on. Hey, Bachi I, like- I believe in being very direct and to the point. You don't have to be rude because a lot of people conflate keeping it real and being direct with being rude. You don't have to be rude, but he definitely kept it blunt. He was stern. He was stern and firm. He was stern and firm. So you and know, good. Just looking like the pool perk sandwich that she looked like. Looking like a, looking like a, uh, looking like a, you know what Keely look like? If you, if, <laughs> like, Keely looks like if you put a, a, a double quarter pounder from McDonald's and some water and threw a wig on it, it would be her. Ugh. That sounds disgusting. You know what Keely look like? Keely look like raw pork butt when Gaffietti be going to people restaurants, putting his fingers in their food. <laughs> Like that's all I see. I see that with a wig every time she come on the screen. Every time he goes somewhere and they have some kind of pork product and they throw out that big ass pork, product, and I better look at Keely on here. <laughs> Listen, Shane, Shane and Keely is gonna be all perfect. It's gonna be our favorite pastime because it applies. It applies because so if you don't give us a reason to shade you, we don't. That's true. That is true. But not only are you on here looking like a pork breakfast, then you're on here looking, you being stupid. You don't do the things that you say you do. You uh, acting crazy towards just Britney. You acting like you're a boss when you're not. You are an employee. Acting crazy towards Sierra. Acting crazy towards Bachi. Being messy. Acting crazy towards Sierra. Being trash. Hook and shoot up with your alleged sister or whatever the shit was. Like, just... If you insist on being trash the whole time, then yes, we're going to shade your ass. Just like when Bravo Andy told uh, Kim, you didn't give us anything positive to, to show for the season. That's Keely. Mm-hmm. Like, at least the other people we can see most of the time, both sides of the story, even though some, it could be difficult. With Keely, it's one side of the story in this track. And that she always in the wrong. And she always in the wrong. She always strong, loud, and wrong. Mm. Now, speaking of strong, <laughs> Sierra, the MVP. Uh, standing ovation. Yeah. Standing yeah. ovation. Yeah. When Sierra showed up and went upside Keely's head 
with that big ass purse. I was like, I was like, oh, this is excellent. Contact. <laughs> Yo, you know how good that shit was? She hit her and it immediately cut the commercial break. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Because, you know, normally that, like, with a fight break out, they give you, like, a few seconds for the reaction and for security to come in and they close the commercial. No, uh-uh. They were like, uh-uh, cut. Cut. Not prepared for that. They were prepared for her to lunge at Keely, so they were ready for her body. They wasn't ready for her to swing that big ass purse. That purse connected, then the body, then she jumped. But goddamn, Sierra Bravo! Listen, Sierra slung that purse like that episode of Malcolm in the Middle when Dewey was fighting them bullies, and he put that brick in that purse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my God. So why are we here? Oh, here, cause that kind of you know what the other part about that was. Normally, that shit happened in like the end of the episode. Oh no, that shit happened damn near at the beginning. Damn near, damn near. They was like, "Oh, we have plenty for you on this episode." So here's here's a juicy morsel. Yeah, listen, and speaking of juicy, cause my God, that I have not listen. We might have to change it to listen. Sierra is a queen. She is like, you know what? I'm gonna throw a purse and connect, not drinks. Yep. Yep. Drinks don't hurt. This purse will. <laughs> right upside your head. Right, right. I'm talking about accurate. Like, she didn't miss. Because, like, normally when somebody do some shit like that, they'll miss. No. Uh-uh. No. Said, I'm not Keely. Uh, Sierra said, I'm not going to put the effort forward if I'm not going to make contact. Right. Y'all, y'all ain't going to have me out here looking stupid. Sierra was like the opposite of Bacha. She was like the, the blood of Jesus couldn't come, came over me to connect upside this bitch head. Okay, the blood of Jesus ain't gonna save you from this, right? That's that's it, it on stone, and it was well deserved. Well, we have been waiting for somebody to beat Keely the fuck up. I mean, come. in general, yes, but Sierra in particular. Yeah. I mean, with with what she deserves, she with deserves all the shit that Keely been talking about. Sierra, she deserved that ass whooping. He deserved, and you know, you know how I know we might not have seen it, and y'all can drag me. You know, I might be wrong or whatever. You know how I really believe that we just didn't see because of the way the camera angles and stuff with the producers and, and the security guard. I really believe before they got to them, Sarah beat her ass. I really believe. I really do because it took them a minute so. to separate them. I really hope so because. She she, she deserves she need she deserves it and she deserves another one. She deserved to get her ass beat the way Jada beat Tati ass. Right, but for several said. things, part alone, several things. So first and foremost, <clears throat> and we'll get to her little storyline in a minute. But first and foremost, <laughs> I know it's messy as hell. I know it is, but goddamn, if Tokyo didn't set that shit up, goddamn, <laughs> masterfully. Like, you know that, what? That was a chess move. It you know chess, not checkers, because it was messy. But you know what? I'll allow it because it really was the the messing part of it was so Keely could look the fuck stupid. And not only did she look the fuck stupid, she got beat the fuck up. Yep. So even, you know what? I allow it. Even uh, Tokyo was like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting all that." Shit, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad I'm here and in right. attendance. Right, I listen. I'm thankful to be in the number because, goddamn. So, but can we talk about how? And this is why Keely got what she deserved because you 
you showed up to this event that you were specifically not invited to. Right. Also, can you tell me where I can't go? Um, ma'am, are you the fuck okay? Right. Like he not telling you where you can't go. He this is a this is an event. Security His event escorts you out, and you lucky that you even were able to get in because he should have had a list. He should have had a list with you not on it, so you wouldn't even be able to get in. But production, so right, of course. And then not only that, she's gonna bring a plus one. Not only did she bring a plus one. She brought the chick that she hooked Shooter up with. Girl, are you like, are you crazy? Are you the fuck stupid? At a show, at an event with someone that you know, you know don't fuck with you because you talking mad breezy about Shooter's wife who he cheated on and mistreated and this, that, and the third. What? Are you the... That's why you... Deserve, that's why you, she needed to get beat the fuck up because not only is she messy, but again, consistently looking the fuck Stupid, and you know, with her, she feel like that's a boss move, and it's like, nope, that, no, that's actually that's actually a pawn. That ain't even an hourly employee move. <laughs> that ain't even a volunteer move. Listen, that was that was just foolish. That was a move that get you beat the fuck up like you did. That, that was a move that gave you exactly what you deserve. Beat the fuck up. So mm. first, so first and foremost, also little side tip. Little side tip. Couple of things. One, Sean Garrett is ugly. <laughs> I just feel like that's an important point to make. I mean, he here. definitely looks like a turtle on the half shell, so He's turtle the, power. You know what you know what he looks like? I don't know. And Curtis, you I might have to Google it and send it text it to you. But you remember that damn um that damn um pig monster from Power Rangers that ate the food and they had the and they had to beat him by giving him healthy food and shit. Remember yeah. that monster? Uh, yeah, I vaguely remember. That's what he looked like. I'm going I'm to Google the shit and send it to you, but that's what he looked like to me. He looks like... He looks He looks like a, something with some sauce. You know what he looked like? He looked like Runny Etouffee. <laughs> God damn it! That is hilarious for reasons that we won't get into, but I do have shave almond on my tongue. But we just that was that was specifically for Jeremy and Candice. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Hey, can when this come out, Candice go text us in the group chat like you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, be like y'all just can't help y'all selves. <laughs> but I said what the fuck I said. Thank you. But <laughs> now I can't get that image right. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but yes, we just—I just want to make a point that he is ugly. The other point, even though she hadn't been in as much mess because that has clearly gone to Keely, Carly Red don't deserve nice things. Yeah, Carly's still messy though. Because why the fuck do you have so much angst towards Jock if you truly over Jock? And Jock was just being courteous. He was just trying to be cordial, right? Why are you talking to me like you too old for this? You, you are allegedly thirty nine. Uh, allegedly. So why why you can't be in the space with somebody that you're not with no more that's being courteous to you and just be like hey and leave it at that? Why you got to be extra? Right. And you you continue to do that shit. And Sean Gary was like, well, let me tell you what I'm not here for. I'm not here for the mess and I'm right. not here for the drama. And I told you that. How the fuck we go to an event and I end up sit on my ass? <laughs> Yo, again, shout out to Jock. Jock was hilarious. Jock is fucking hilarious. 
with these episodes. I was like, Sean, are you okay? <laughs> Man down. <laughs> Goddamn, John. John was... and, let me, and let me tell you, because when Sean Gary hit that ground, keeping with the turtle motif, he definitely looked like a turtle. Slipped right. over. He looked like one when you flip over Cooper and Mario. Mm-hmm. Legs just flailing. He knocked all the ass down. Right. He was he was he was like uh like like a life alert commercial. You don't fall and he can't get up. Yep, he sure was. He sure was. But the gag is Carly old ass is probably the one wearing the life alert. But anyway. But mm, but yes. But you know, I just that was off to me, but listen, let me tell you something. When goddamn Again, this is why Bachi, I like Bachi, because he, because um, motherfucking uh, Blue Da Vinci popped up, and you could tell they tried to set it up where they was thinking that it was going to be some drama with the camera angles and how everybody got quiet and shit, but him and goddamn Bachi just sat down and, and just had a conversation like two grown-ass adults. Like, look, I we- liked the way Blue Da Vinci handled himself with uh, Bachi. Yes. Because he was just flat out like, I don't give a damn who Keely McRib looking as is sleeping with. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. And if, and if you happen to come around my son, don't, because we know each other again, which is why it was stupid as fuck on Keely Park, because we know each other, if you happen to come around my son, I don't mind. I just want to see my damn son. Right. Blue Da Vinci, he uh, reminds me of my biological father when he was like, I just want to see my baby. My biological father, every time I talk to him, I say, you my baby. You my baby. <laughs> you come out the womb. And I'd be like, sir, calm down. <laughs> like, I am 33 years old. I get it. <laughs> right. right. It's okay. Okay, dad. Okay. Yeah, he sounded just like my dad. So I, I shout out to him because, I, like I said, I like the way he uh, handled himself. Yeah, and I'm about to that. challenge you because I just got this picture that you sent me. I don't think Sean Garrett looks like this. I think Keely looks like this. <laughs> like I see Keely. That's all. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. That's all I see. So fair. yeah, I'm gonna I'm a challenge you on that one, friend. It's, it's fine. That's fair. I challenges when Blue <laughs> Da Vinci and Keely had their little conversation. And again, like I, he lost his temper a little bit, and you can tell there's a lot of bl- bad blood there. But yeah. we've been hearing throughout the season that Keely has been keeping that boy away from him. So it's kind of we don't know what is the truth. We don't know the truth. The Correct. black people do not know the truth. However, <laughs> I think it's fair that if it is true that he had the reaction that he had, and then he he reined it in, he calmed himself down, and was like, "I just can we just meet." And sit down and talk this out like adults. I just want to see my son. You know that is fair. Like you said, Curtis, we don't know the truth. But again, what we do, we know several things. We know one, we've been hearing this about Keely all season. And like Candace said on a previous show, when you we keep hearing like when where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Not only that. Two, it's real, real, real hard. And listen, I I get it. I. So I know niggas be lying, you know, men are trash. I get it. However, it is real, real hard to take Keely's word as fact because right. of she how way more trash than anybody else. <laughs> She's been in way more trash, been been in way more mess. So until we get the proof otherwise, which again we might do, because again, we don't know the truth. 
But I am willing to give Blue Da Vinci the benefit of the doubt that Keely doesn't deserve just based on how she's moved throughout this season. Right. For the for the time being. Yes. Now again, you know, it might come out true, come out different because you know you can't root for niggas for too long. Right. But I think it's fair to say that we can't re- we we can't root for Keely either. So <laughs> right. listen, I live mm, this child. <laughs> I will never. I would rather root for a rock before I root for Keely. The only thing I root for Keely to do is get beat up. Right. And that she did. Right. But I want somebody to put them hands, put them paws on her. Right. See, Sierra gave a hell of an effort. Hands and feet because she deserves. Yes. So speaking of, so. And one more thing before we move on from Keely. Um, Keely. Oh, no, we already talked about that. I just, I just want to highlight again. She reminder that she calls herself a professional and said that just Brittany is not professional. Professional. I've never heard of a professional person showing up to an event that they're not invited to, or an event that they specifically are uninvited to or not invited to. Right. From a professional person doing that. From the person that literally is throwing the event. Yeah. Yeah. So again, like you felt some kind of way because that was your man doing it, but that's his work. Right. And so then after Keely got her head rocked, Blue, I mean, not Blue, uh, Bachi was like, get everybody out. All Get get everybody out. Get them out of my event. And I was like, you should have done that from the beginning, but production. Right. But, but production and storyline. I just don't see Bachi letting that shit happen. Because you can tell he cares a lot about his reputation. Right. He Listen, he is there to work. He is there to secure the bag and hopefully secure future bags. Right. He like, look, I know this is a show, uh, this is a TV show, reality show, but also to and as well, I am here for work. Yeah. Yeah. So, but listen, let me tell you something. Sierra walked in that goddamn. <laughs> hey, I, you got to give Sierra her roles in this episode because goddamn, she she walked in like, oh, 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 here this simple bitch go. Well, right. I wasn't expecting it, but uh, since we here. And then, who did she show up with? Um, she oh, showed- so okay, so she showed up with Bachi's girlfriend. Yes. So we we gotta take a little bit off of Bachi's name, just just a little bit, because that is trash. However, I'm not fucked with because fuck Keely. Do you know what? It again, in the words of Chris Rock, it ain't right, but I understand. Yeah, yeah. right. Because I just, any other situation, I'd have been like, that's fucked up. But I was like, you know. You know, sometimes it's just that the person is so trash that even if it's fucked up to him, you just don't give a fuck. And I, and that's how I feel about this shit it, with, with Keely. Like, yeah, but I just got a whole new bitch on the side. Yeah, is it fucked up? But it's Keely, so I don't give a damn. And I'll be trash for that. I own it. I'm <laughs> sorry, because I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. I really don't give a fuck. Fuck Keely, I'm sorry. Like, listen, you listen. Keely has been talking so much shit about she all that shit, and has literally nothing to back it up. It been, listen, has no receipts. It is something poetic about how she's been talking so much shit about Sierra for abandoning Shooter, quote unquote, because Shooter done cheated on Sierra, mistreated Sierra, got whole ass babies on Sierra. And it's just something poetic about Keely talking about Sierra, like just fuck Sierra because she ain't being there for shooter, quote unquote. Basically, Keely be like, Sierra ain't no real bitch. However, however, your whole right wrong, beloved. But 
that too also in Wilfram, but it is so poetic that the main shit that you getting on Sierra for your boyfriend is basically shooter to you, but without the kids. I just find that poetic in my to me. But I feel yeah, it is. But and I feel like Keely is the kind of person that is so so stuck on themselves and think they so much better than they are that she has I'm sure she has no idea. You know what Keely is? Keely is one of them could be me. We are in sync this week, friend. We are in sync. Listen, we watch that shit as one, clearly, because <laughs> Keely is definitely one of them child sis. Keely is one of them them women on Twitter, sis. It couldn't be me. Well, actually, sis. It is. <laughs> it, it is. So you it might want to be humble just a little bit. Might want to humble. You might. Might not want to type in all caps. Pork belly. Just a bit. Just a bit. Might not want to tap in all caps. Might want to use sans serif font. Yeah. Might. Yeah. 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 So. But, you know, then Sierra, I like how everybody else around, my nigga Jock, Jock is fucking hilarious. Jock was like, Jock was like, oh, what do we have going on here? Jock was like, oh, this a, this a brawl. Right. Jock was like, oh, this is, Jock was like, oh, this is some carrying on here. He was like, is it just me or did Sierra reach all the way back? I like Jock. Anyway, oh, she, she reached all the way to the West Coast to sling that purse. That's what he, he said something like that. Yes, to that effect, but deservedly, because I like how I like how Sierra. That's the other. This is the other thing about Keely. Again, she ain't no real bitch. You talking all that shit to Sierra face, but did not keep that same energy when you seen her. Nope. You trying to be cordial and shit until Sierra was like, "Oh no, girl, fuck the bullshit. You've been talking mad shit about me over yeah, this." I know what you're saying, bitch. Right, but now you want to act cordial and shit. Even when she did it in Tokyo, she was trying to be cordial to Tokyo, and then you up here. Right. Congratulations on your album release. Shut up. That's your, that's your pork belly looking at. Tokyo was like, mm-hmm, thank you. Right. Knowing that she had something brewing. Right. Again, my, that's my type of carrying on. I was like, well, y'all, y'all, done, y'all have reached deep into the satchel of petty. Right. Yeah, you know what? I'm here for it because, again, fuck Keely. So I'm here for it. Right. So basically, you know, let's move on because this has definitely turned into a fuck Keely says. I mean, we, we literally can do that every week, though, honestly. Mm, shit, we probably could make a whole episode out of it. However, yes, we have other things to cover. Yes. So, speaking of some, speaking of Sean Garrett, so Carly wanted him to put a ring on it. And I'm like, how long have, have y'all been together? Like, what, a month? If I that, know, I can't tell how long they've been together, but clearly not long enough for her to have no ring on her finger. Hey, hey, Sean Garrett was like, a, a what? <laughs> he said, girl, you crazy. <laughs> he, he, was, he was like, you want a what? And he kept saying, he said, you want a what? A ring. You want a what? A ring. You want a what? I was like, God damn. <laughs> you want a ring pop? Right. You, you, you want circus rings? You want, you want onion rings? Because a, 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 a wedding ring on what? On who? You say what to who? You go <laughs> a, a promissory ring, right? Oh ma'am. no, 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 ma'am, no spam. He was like, first of all, you too damn messy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that basically with him, he was like, hey, hey, that nigga got knocked to the floor. He was like, I don't know if I could do this yeah, shit. He was in his bag about that. He was like, this bitch too messy. Like, this like, is not the kind of shit that I do. I don't go out. I don't leave the the comfort of my abode 
to go to no parties and be knocked on my ass. That's not what that's not what my life is about. He right. He like you. We got the contemplation thing. He like I'm putting your ass on time out. He really was. Hey, he literally was. But you know what? Go ahead. But you know what? I I guess you maybe can give Carla half a point because she because she was like I. Okay, you know, I ain't gonna be messing with you. again. We know it's mm, because it's Carly, but she obviously cared for this nigga because she said she was gonna change, but that's yet to be seen. I mean, production, we yeah, that. that new writer. I feel like this is gonna be a flop because Carly Red does not know how not to be messy. Because after she said that, wasn't there somewhere else in the episode where she was being messy? No, that was that was. No, when she was being messy was before that. Because after that whole brawl, then because we got two scenes when we got a scene after that brawl, we got a scene in Sierra shop where they was talking about the shit. That's when Carla was being messy, and we and we was juxtaposed to the scene with um uh Blue Da Vinci and Bachi and Shooter up there looking with his retired dress and shit, talking about the events too. But the scene with Sean and Carla that came towards the end of the episode, right before we cut to that shit with Tokyo and her man. I just feel like. Carly Red is it's Carly, so you can't trust her not to be missing. I don't know if you've seen the episode of American Dad when Roger tried to be nice and he started to shrivel up and die. <laughs> That's Carly if she tried not to be missing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if Carly Red is not messy, she gonna. I mean, she already looked like Mumra. But she, mm, she do. You know what? Hey, you know what Carly looked like? Remember uh, Ramses from Curse the Cowardly Dog? Mm, 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 mm. You know, Carly Red looked like Imhotep before he got his full fleshy body oh. back. All right. All right. Let's just move on. All right. <laughs> so, I think you, you kind of said it a little bit. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get to the last thing, which is Tobias in Tokyo, um, I want to pose the question, are Stevie J, Jock, and Scrappy Legends? You know? They feel like they are. And to an extent, I could see a case being made for Stevie J. Yeah, as a producer, I could see a case being made. His previous work. Yeah. But Jock and Scrappy, mm. I, you know, I too had that question when they said that because I was like, you can make a case for Stevie based on, you know, his past work as a producer and the resume and the hits under his belt. But Jock and Scrappy, I mean, not not even by local standards. Like, I wouldn't even put them as Atlanta legends. I mean, because I'm just, this is no shade, y'all. These, uh, I don't know any legend that ends up on loving hip hop. I'm. I, I'm just saying. If they do reality TV, they get their own show. Because I was going to say, I mean, T.I., you could make a case, but that that was their own show. It wasn't Love & Hip Hop. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, you, it's, you don't it's see. different with Love & Hip Hop because we right. all know everybody goes on Love & Hip Hop to try to restart their career or start a brand new career. Right. You Nobody don't see. is going on Love & Hip Hop because they legendary status and they never have fallen off. And they just going on there because they want to. Right. You you don't see Ludacris on Love and Hip Hop. Nope. I mean, you don't see Outkast on Love and Hip Hop. I don't know if I would consider Ludacris a legend either, but uh, but you know, Outkast. I'm with you. I don't. You don't see Outkast on there. You don't see nobody from Goody Mob on there. Right. I mean, just I'm just, just saying. Saying. 
you know. But you know, you do have to feel like you're the baddest motherfucker around, especially I feel like in the entertainment industry. So yeah, good luck, everybody. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> another thing, Jock, as you've been saying, Jock is hilarious. He was hilarious in this scene too, because when Scrappy was like, "Yeah, me and Bam, me and the Bam, we having a baby." And Jock was like, which, 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 which wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at that part. Which wife, Ooh. right? He's like, oh, how y'all niggas do? Because I do the same. Right. I was like, Jock is, listen, I, Jock as an auxiliary character with his, without his own storyline. And even if you don't give him a storyline, just with the, you know, like you said last week, I'm here for half salon storyline having Jock. With him just being an auxiliary character that just here for the jokes, I love. Yeah, it. I feel honestly, Jock is better without a storyline, without a messy storyline. He's better. Yes, he's the comedy. He's the comedic relief that yes. we didn't know we needed on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yes, and especially with his timing. Yep. So, but you know, now got that. <sighs> and then uh, last thing, Stevie, 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 Stevie. Stevie. Stevie really sat up there lying about Echelon like he don't know <laughs> that he is only fucking her and she does not have a marketable talent. Again, shout out to Jock. Jock was like, I don't heard this line before. Oh, what that's correct? He one of them. Shit, and they did not lie. Right. Cause I'm nigga. like, you have said it yourself multiple times that she cannot headline a showcase on her own. Right. So why? Are you keeping this lie going? You just wanted to fuck. Exactly, because, you know, because Estition does not have any talent. I mean, let's just... No. She pretty, and again, she looked good in that lingerie. That's about it. Yeah, but Egg Drop Soup is not it. <laughs> egg Drop Soup? <laughs> Curtis, get off this goddamn podcast. Egg Drop Soup. <laughs> she is not it. She's not it. So, that was my last thought. Oh, uh, man. Oh, that is hilarious, girl. We can wrap this up with Tobias and Tokyo. And let me start off by saying it, and then you can get your hot takes off. Um, mm. Their relationship is tired. Like, I'm already exhausted by it. Yep. It's not giving me anything. And yep. um, I Tokyo, Tokyo needs to be like Jock, an auxiliary character with, without a Mesa storyline. Not a, no, she doesn't need to be an auxiliary character. What she needs, she needs to minimize the mess. Yeah, you know, like the way the the orchestration that she did for the the destruction of Keeley. Keep it at that level. Like you don't need to be directly tied to mess. Like every episode, we don't need to see you going back and forth with Tobias. Yeah, and I feel like he was absolutely right when he called her out for being insecure because she a virgin. He was right because as yeah. soon as anybody says anything to Tokyo, she charging him up, and I'm like, "Are they providing any facts? Right? Because anything? Because like, her 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 alleged reasoning was that a a partner, quote unquote, of hers said that she they saw Tobias where I have ice cream with a, a woman not named Tokyo when she was out of the city. But which, is that not insecurity? Like, so your boyfriend can't even talk to another woman and that sounds insecure to me uh, it do and you don't have a history of doing you wrong he have a history of being acute falsely accused but right. he hasn't actually done anything he did not do the things with carly that who was that that he tried to uh claim that he did that was the whole reason for you setting keely up right 
Because it was Keely that said it. And so then somebody else say something about him, and you believe the worst. Right. Like, I, think, okay, I mean, it was. And so, can we talk about the irony? I think I think that's the right term. The irony of Tobias getting charged up for being there for his ex when she had a death in the family, versus Sierra getting dragged for allegedly not being there for shooter. Yeah, that juxtaposition. I said, okay. I said, I see what y'all, Mona and Cole. I see what y'all doing. I see what you, you see the juxtaposition. I see. I see what you did though. Yeah, the, yeah I, I see that juxtaposition. I'm, I'm like, okay. Okay. Uh, you trying, Mona? You trying? Y'all, y'all trying to do a little better with the script writing. However, then it took a turn for the worse because the script was so bad that Tobias couldn't even keep a straight face. That nigga started laughing. He, <laughs> he couldn't even deliver his lines without a giggle. <laughs> That's how you know Tobias. Like, I ain't studying this shit. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I've never believed that their relationship was even real. I mean, I'm just keeping it a buck. I mean, if we, if we all try to come for my immaculate edges, it don't have nothing to do with either one of them. It don't have nothing to do with how they look. They just, their chemistry does not give me, they, let me rephrase, their lack of chemistry. There you go. Gives me this ain't a real relationship. Exactly. Because they don't have no chemistry. And they, they look like homeboy and homegirl. Yeah. Hell, they look like cousins. Yeah, because like, that's what I was going to say. It ain't got nothing to do with her size or anything. It's just that they don't, they have no chemistry, like, at all. None. They got about as much chemistry as the Black Widow and Bruce Banner in the MCU. You know what? Perfect, perfect comparison. Perfect comparison. It's like y'all trying to make Fitch happen. Stop trying to make Fitch happen. Stop it. Like if y'all oh. gonna give her a love interest and let her have a real love, like let let us see a plus size woman like her doing her thing, getting her money, getting her music career off the off the ground, and and having love. Like we don't need to see we don't need to see this tired ass trope of her being insecure and chasing after a skinny dude and going through all this. Like we don't need this. Right. Like Candace said, the insecure fat girl trope. Right. Exactly. We don't need that. And we don't, you know what I'm saying? We don't need y'all using her virginity as a punchline either. Yeah, because soon as she told the rest of the girls, they were using that shit as a punchline. It's yeah. like... Everybody started laughing. It's like, just like Carly Red laughing. It's like, just because you gotta go to NTB and get your shit tuned up after a certain amount of mileage does not mean that you should be sitting here making fun of Tokyo for not having done anything with Tobias. Like, Let's calm down. God damn it, Curtis. Just because you get a vaginal rejuvenation every three months, Carly, like, calm the fuck down. It's your old, old batteries plus ass. Right. Old okay. radio shack ass pussy. Like, calm your stuff down. Right. Like, you're trying to get a ring after you've been with a nigga for three minutes. Get the fuck you out. You know, the shade, the irony, the shade, the self drag. The self drag. And I'm just helping helping your ass along. But yeah, um, but but I wasn't even gonna get into kind of like the the, the things because about like you know oh well why is Tobias with the ex or whatever because again he didn't couldn't even deliver the lines so I don't even want to get into the logistics yeah. of this shit. Yeah, I, I mean I think we can just leave it at what I said because that was that was really it. But yeah. um, he that whole like I said he couldn't even deliver the lines without laughing and she trying to. Hit him and security got to come. I was like, okay, this is like I I want this to be the end of this. Yeah, 
Like if that if this is their storyline, let this storyline wrap up and then she he just go on about his business and she go get to the money because it's tired and we don't need it. Yeah, like you got an album or whatever or EP. Allegedly. Um concentrate on that. Like do your shows, do your thing, and you don't need to be chasing after no nigga when you're trying to get your career off the ground. Right. So good good to hear look everybody. And we can add, we can end it with um the last little tidbit. I think it was like a I don't know if that was the whole scene or if it's that thing where they show part of the scene and then the next episode they show the rest of it. But um, Jasmine, sweetie, your wig is horrible. <laughs> and both you and uh, what's the girl name? I think she was talking to Tierra, I think. Yeah, you and Tierra, y'all both sound stupid because y'all continue to try to bring Rashida into that shit, just being messy and wrong. I have yet to understand why you are so keen to talk to Rashida? What is what is gonna come? No, 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 wait. I don't think they were talking about Rashida in that episode. They were talking about Kirk because they no, were saying Kirk. They were, like, about, they were talking about Kirk and how she don't feel you know, they trying to force him to see that kid, but she still want to talk to Rashida. They they did say that. That's oh, why they oh. going to that event because they know Kirk and Rashida gonna be there. Or oh, okay. Kirk there. I, I got the part where they were talking about Kurt don't see the baby, but I ain't. I'm, I must not have caught that part. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I'm like, leave Rashida alone, girl. She going through enough because of your ass. I mean, it's not just because of you, but why you keep fucking with her? I'm still, I'm still mad at Rashida putting that damn tape on that TV. I'm sorry. I'm like, you know, just because you put tape on the TV don't mean only half of the screen gonna come alive, right? <laughs> I, hopefully, you do. You goddamn Rashida, <laughs> but yes, I agree. But yeah, I'm like first of first and foremost, you don't need to disrespect Rashida, Rashida's presence with your wig looking the way it does, Jasmine. Get your right. wig right before you start trying to do all this, trying to do all this sneaky shit. We gonna force him to be in the kid's life. That's not how life works, right? If the court, if either get the court to do it or drop it, and I that's sad. It sucks, but it is what it is. Like you can't force that's- no man to do nothing he don't want to do. Right, even if it's the right thing to do, you can't force them. And I'm like, this, you know, and you already knew Kirk was trash because you knew who he was when you went after him and you fucked him. So now you should have been that he trash. He he the same trash towards you that he is towards his wife and every other woman. I was about to say in the end, after the fact, had other women coming to you saying, "Yeah, girl, he did the same shit to me too." And it's like, well, damn, like, Jasmine. Like, I mean, if if he is trash to his wife. What you think he gonna be to you? Uh, and then you know he a fuck nigga, so he got that mindset of you ruining my life by having gotten pregnant. Right. So what did you expect? Like, get the fuck out of here. They look stupid, so I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they they named, like, they she was still saying, you know, I'm trying to talk to Rashida, and that was part of the reason why they go into that event, because they like, either we gonna get Rashida, or we gonna get Kurt. One of them, or both of them gonna be there. All right, we'll we'll see. I don't think in that clip that they showed Rashida. They did show Kirk, and he was looking the yeah, fuck. They through. did show Kirk. I don't know if Rashida was even there. Yeah, they did show Kirk. <clears throat> so, and then they showed what that girl Spice getting into it with Jasmine. Which I'm not saying Jasmine don't need to get beat the fuck up, but I'm just trying to figure out like why Spice of all people insert herself in the shit. But you know, I mean, to be I don't and see that's the thing. It's just like I don't want to say that Jasmine is disingenuous, but. Because I don't think she's disingenuous either. It feels like you're more concerned with securing a storyline than you are with getting Kirk to actually be a father to your son. Actually. It feels like it because I don't get why 
you're not going through the proper channels. Like either that or you know what I think, and I could be wrong. I think it. I think the proper channels. Uh, here's here's my thing about Jasper. I agree with you. I don't think it's disingenuous, but it looks that way. But I think she's gone through the proper channels to try to get Kirk to be in the child's life, and that hasn't worked because again, Kirk is a fuck nigga, and right. she. And you have to leave it at that. You can't. Yes, you're not do this just, on your own and bringing other people into your drama just because the person is not receptive. To you having tried to go through the proper channels like that's not you don't try to escalate the shit yeah. because you to court and you not get because you want him to be in the child's life the, nobody can force him to be there for that child the only thing they can do is force him to be financially responsible right there's no court there's no per, there's nobody there's nothing that you can do to force kirk to be a father to that child so now you just look you look stupid and you look desperate on this show because you're trying to make Fetch happen. And I'm right. not saying she's wrong for wanting Kirk to be a, ch- a father to that child, but you can't, you popping up on him at an event and saying, when you gonna come see the child, that's not gonna make him do right. Right. You and know what Jasmine is? Jasmine is one of those people that on Twitter that can't take their L's in silence. Ooh. Mm. And I'll leave it at that. Cause, mm. Mm. <laughs> but, mm. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe. I don't understand, and I don't. I don't understand the full plight right. of a, a single mother trying to get the father to do right by their child. But what I do understand is these method, these little mean girl methods that you're trying, they haven't worked so far, and they're not going to work. Right. Kirk is, Kirk's main focus is trying to get Rashida back. He don't give a fuck what you do or what you say. Right. And it seems like he don't get, which again, I get it because it's fucked up, but it seems like he don't give a fuck about you or that child. Which yeah. is nothing, which again, is fucked up objectively and I get it, but it's nothing you can do about it. It's nothing you can do. You can't force him to give a damn. Right. And no no mother in the history of the human race has ever been able to force a man to give a damn about his a child that he chose not to give a damn about. Right. He don't want to give up his comfortable life. He don't want to lose Rashida. He don't want to give up his comfortable life. And his oldest daughter don't want to lose her comfortable life. Mm. That's why she so that's why she looking the fuck stupid. Right. So <laughs> I just I get it. Like I said, I, I I don't think it's disingenuous that she wants Kirk to be a father to that child, but you moving real funny in the light, sis. Agreed. You going about it the wrong way. So I think that was it for loving yep. him. We had a lot of thoughts. We had a lot of thoughts. We had a lot of thoughts. Woo! Yes, we had a lot of feelings. Yeah. So you don't even go here. <laughs> oh, that is a classic. Yes, it is. Yes. Oh. It is. So we, I think we filled in. I think we made Candace proud. She, she gonna talk about us in the group chat, but it's fine. Oh, uh, she'll let us know because she don't give a damn. Right. That that is true too. Right. Um. So we will be back next week. Um. And we'll have more feelings and thoughts and hot takes. Uh, like I said, basketball-wise starts uh, Monday, which is probably when y'all going to hear this shit, you know, when the, depending on when Classic put the shit out. Yep. So we'll have that. Um, and we, like I say, we won't have no more Black Ink, but we always have love and hip-hop. And if, listen, if Mona keep coming with this here, we're going to have theater. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't, like, lose so, its theme. Right. Halfway through, like Love and Hip-Hop Miami did. Yeah. So, but we shall see. It's Atlanta. It has a 
of proven history because I think we can all agree that Love and Hip Hop Atlanta has been the best of the reality TV shows for quite some time. Quite some time. Yeah. So. Although Black Ink Crew Chicago mm. gave them a hell of a run for that. Black Ink Crew Chicago was a very, very, very close second last season. Yes. VV close. That was theater the whole damn season. The whole damn season was theater. So we shall see. But we'll be back next week. Uh, we have Candace back, um, and we will have these jokes and these hot takes. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for rocking with us and the Gay Side Stories. Uh, check out both. Uh, leave Crown a, and Crown of Collars. Leave a review. No one star wolves, please. And we're gonna be out. And Curtis, send us off with the benediction. This week's benediction. Benediction. Oh, I can't even talk. Is this? If you gonna swing. Swing and connect. In Sierra, we pray. We pray. We speak your name. We lift you on. on we lift you high. Mm, as high as you swung. <laughs> yeah. And with that, bye bye. We're out of here. Bye, y'all.